on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren, and we are, um, well, Lauren apparently is helping out single people today. So if you're single and you're like, Joey and Lauren, I need, I need help. I, like the dating app thing is driving me nuts. So I need another way to let people know I am single and ready to mingle. Apparently, when you right. go to the grocery store, you need to do this. We all go to the grocery store. That is not something that only a certain class of people do. And we all go shop for groceries. Some people just do the online or delivery, though. Yeah, but, but we've all been in a grocery store. Come on. It's okay. not like you've been ordering online your whole life because I haven't been around that long. I think, you know, it's so funny. My parents still, they're just so skeptical. I'm oh, always the, like, you know, the online? Yeah, because they, they go on these huge trips where they, you know, get, they're there for an hour and they're just go, going and getting every grocery. And I go, Mom, you know, you can order online. She's like, ah, I've heard of that. Like, it's a rumor on the street. Well, there's a lot of people who don't want to do it because they actually enjoy grocery shopping. I can under, I think I will say um, there's something about picking out your produce. I do get a little worried because, yeah. like. I can find the right Roma tomato to grab. So I will say that. Like sometimes and it does. And avocados for me. I hate ordering avocados in a grocery order because depending on when I yeah. need the avocado, if I need it for something I'm making that night, it's got to be softer. Can you put notes in there? Or Probably not. No. They probably don't allow that because can you imagine? I need you to grab the third avocado from the right. I saw it there last night and I wasn't able to get it. So please this grab that one. This is the type of roughness I need in my avocado. Yeah. So I think that'd yeah. be tough. But uh, so yes, single people, married people, all sorts of people. We've been in grocery stores. Now I want to help out some single people. I saw this is actually quite shocking. Didn't know this was a thing, but apparently there is a signal to let people know that you are single while you're at the grocery store. So if you don't want to be out there, right, and just yell out approach I'm single. somebody and be like, hey, I'm single, are you single? You can quietly let people know with a signal inside of your shopping cart. Now, what they say is if you have a bunch of bananas, like a bundle of bananas in the top part of your cart. In the and, little, like, yes. where the kids sit? Yes, like the little seat part of your cart. If you have a bundle of bananas in the top part of your cart okay. and they are upside down, oh, so the gosh. curve is up. Hang on. The curve is up. That means you are single, ready to mingle. You are available. How dumb is this? So if you want, if you are looking to find a soulmate at a grocery store, a bunch of bananas in the top part of your cart and put them upside down. Crazier things have happened. And you just have to happen to know someone else that will know that signal. That's why I'm here to tell you. So, so we're, that we're helping knows spread the, the message. Got it. So that people can find their mate. I wonder if I've done store. this on accident. I'm, I'm trying to think when I grab a bunch of bananas, how do I put them in the cart? Well, when I first read this. I was actually concerned because, like, oh my gosh, I always put the bananas in the top part. Always, like that's you've been, where you've been I telling put people bananas. You're single for years, you... but I don't think I've ever put them upside down. Okay, I'm trying to think. I, yeah, I don't think I would traditionally put them upside down. I will say, I'm glad they make that little caveat because we got to make sure the signal looks like a signal, and yeah. at least upside down bananas seems like an odd thing to exactly, do. Exactly, because I I always use that top part for my bananas and like my bread and eggs. I just always put it in the top part if I don't have a kid with me. But I've never flipped them upside down. Are you giving people false hope? Because now if someone's single and they're going grocery shopping today, they think magically you put upside down bananas in your top part and everyone's going to be like, hey, you want to go out Saturday night? What are you doing? I just tell you the signal. I'm not telling you how how good it's going to be, what the success rate is. I don't know. If I gave you a challenge and I said, all right, you got to go to a grocery store and before you leave, you have to have a date set, a first date set with somebody. Could you do it? That so is I, so I get, tough. and there's no maybe there's no time limit. Well, let, let's say in an hour and a half, actually. Okay. Let's say a tr- like a, a long like the Saturday afternoon. Yeah, you get to go to the grocery Busy store on a Saturday afternoon, store. and you have to leave with a date confirmed. Gosh. A restaurant. The a confidence time. in me says, of course. Absolutely. How? How the, in today's with day the and age, <laughs> yeah, without the banana trick, that everyone's gonna be like, oh, she's got the bananas out. <laughs> Right? Uh, no, I'm going to say no. I'm going to give myself a big old no. I don't think I can. You really don't I, think you could? I don't know. I think it's because I would feel too awkward approaching somebody. If this banana thing wasn't a thing and people didn't know about it. 30 which, years ago, this is how you met people. I know. But what I'm saying is it is very bold to approach somebody uh, and, and talk to them about possibly on a date. And you have no idea if they're in a relationship or not. So I would just you roll no up idea. to somebody with my, what I would do, I'd grab a bunch of bananas. I do this signal. I put them upside down the front part. I go up to someone that I would think, man, they would be great. I'd be like, Hey, check out my bananas. You know what I mean? Just something like that. <laughs> this would be easier. Obviously now that we know this hack, 
Because all I would do is just scan the now, carts for people with bananas. Pe- and now, like people, yeah, we could get, we could spread the word. But let's say right now, I'm looking at an avocado. I'm an attractive male. What would you say to try and see if you could get me on a date at the grocery store? Would I do the whole oops and reach for the same well, avocado? Let's, let's act it I'm out. Trying to Action. Mm-hmm. Are you shopping for avocados right yeah, now? Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. It's role playing. Isn't it crazy how it's like you can never find the right one, right? Well, who are you? Are you... <laughs> Wait, give me something. Right, right, I'm yeah, trying to make yeah. small right, talk sorry, about sorry, the sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Oh yeah, Gosh. I know. I know. I can never find the right one. You know? I know. You know. I wanted to make some guacamole tonight, but I, you know, wanted someone to share it. With. <laughs> <laughs> That's not creepy. I thought you were going to say. Do you like guacamole? <laughs> are you looking for the right avocado or the right woman? No, That's but what I, I thought would you were start say. off by creating a common interest, which is the avocados, yeah. obviously. I'd say, hi, uh, does your wife like avocados or just you? <laughs> and they're just like, I'm single. I'd be like, boom, me there too. It is. It's Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren's trending stories. There's a woman who has gone viral. So she's making recipes of cookies, dishes, favorites, and things like that. For people who've passed on. So this is what's happening. So I didn't know that this was a thing, but have you seen recipes on gravestones? No. Yeah, so some people, after they pass on, the family has, you know, the headstone, here lies so-and-so, maybe a quote that they love. Rest in peace. Mother, sister, wife, whoever. But sometimes on the top. (laughs) And then here's her favorite omelet. Sometimes like on the top, like for instance, here's a... Here's one. Okay. Here's a here's a recipe on top of a headstone. It's spritz cookies. So it has this person who passed away. It has maybe their famous recipe. So you make the, the cookies the and then bring them to no, no, them? No, 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 no. No. That's not the trend. The trend is people put their famous recipes that they were known for oh, totally on the headstone. That. A woman has now gone viral for collecting recipes off of headstones and, and making, making them the food. I had no idea people put their favorite recipes on their headstone. I need to pay more attention next time gonna, I go to the cemetery. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to put my favorite like drive-through order. Like <laughs> Oh my gosh. Number 6. Barbecue fries, sauce. Extra crispy ranch on the side. That's what he always <laughs> wanted. Add bacon. Welcome to Carl's Jr. Extra guac because wouldn't you that, are worth the extra guac. Wouldn't that guac. be so funny? Be like, and here was his favorite restaurant item <laughs> at each drive-thru. Diet Coke. Yeah, that would be yeah, so no, good. That's great. Wow. So yeah, this woman, she's gone viral. So she's been making different recipes that people have put on their headstones. Um, she made these spritz cookies. She says they're to die for. But no, it, she says that this is a really good way to honor people who have passed away. And you get to try out a new It treat. is a nice way to honor them. How weirded out would you be? Let's say you you go to you visit a gravesite of a family member, right? And you see some random woman taking a picture of your family member's headstone. That gets a little weird. Or maybe somebody's sitting at their grave, yeah, kind of honoring or paying respects to your to a stranger or somebody. And be like, who? Who are well, you? Well, I am doing that. Mark the tape so we can know. Yeah. That when I die, I would like to put my favorite drive through order on my headstone. <laughs> I would appreciate that. Speaking of drive through orders, did you hear about the McRib? So the McRib, according to McDonald's, they're saying it is on its farewell tour. So it will not be coming back. I think this is a whole marketing thing. It's a marketing ploy. thing? There's no I, I was going to ask if you think, it's, uh, you think it's for real. It's What was the thing that was going away? Klondike bars? Mm-hmm. Is it Cl- Klondike bars? What was the... Was it? No, oh, the Choco, Choco Taco. Yep, took me a second. Choco so Taco. So remember it was, uh, I don't know when it was, but the Choco Taco was going away. And then what happened? Everyone went and bought a Choco Taco. And now they're like, well, we're going to look into it. You wonder if they're doing this with the McRib? Absolutely. They're saying and it's a farewell what, tour. Everyone's yeah. going to show up. So they bring back the McRib, what, like once a year or something like yeah. that? It comes back. It makes its little yeah. debut for a few weeks. And, and then it goes away goes away, again. yeah. This isn't going to happen. I mean, you think I it's think gonna it stay? will come back. Maybe it'll take a few seasons off. I don't know, though. I mean, they basically, it's like a whole new thing that McDonald's normally doesn't do, right? I mean, they got to get a different bun. No, they never use that bun other than the McRib. I've never had the McRib. And I don't. Ever? I, no, it looks. Mm, oh, you need I don't to try know. it once. I guess I'll try it. Yeah. No, it's, I'm just, I'm not a fan of like too much sauciness on a sandwich oh. because I don't like soggy buns. So maybe you can ask for light sauce, but I think it's like cooked in the sauce. I mean, I don't know. I've never, I've never been <laughs> dissected. In the, yeah, the I've never been in the kitchen. <laughs> but um, I understand there, there's a lot of sauce. See, I like all yeah. the sauce. I'm It'll a saucy come back guy. One day, so maybe they get rid of this for years. 
I bet you It'll they'll bring back. it back. Yeah, like yeah. the Mexican pizza from Taco Bell. Exactly. They brought that back. Yeah, that's another one where they're like, oh, it's discontinued. Everyone freaked out, and then it's back, and then it's not back. So they're probably learning. They're learning from all these other companies. That's smart. Um, I heard that Hobby Lobby, the owner, um, and you know Hobby Lobby, right? Yeah. All the fancy signs and decor. I spend way too much money there. Yeah, that that's a place you walk in thinking you need to get like maybe one throw pillow and then you end up with a whole new living room. Yep. Well, he has decided to give away the company. Yes, not sell it, but give it away. So he says that he's doing this in honor of his faith and different things like that. He wants to focus on that and he wants to uh, get rid of the company. He says, I'm giving it away. Probably to some trust, I think, is what I read. Not his kids. That's what <laughs> I read. I read he said he didn't want to ruin They're his like, kid's oh, life. Dad. You know, go ahead. Ruin my life. <laughs> ruin my life if you want to give me a, an entire company, yeah. an empire. Are you sure you want to do this? Yeah. Please. Uh, but yeah, he's giving away the company. Kind of like the Patagonia guy gave it away, too, because... The Patagonia guy gave away the company to some trust to raise money for, yeah. uh, what was it, climate it issues or something, something like that. It was something like that. Yeah, it was something like recycling or whatever. Yeah. But he, he didn't sell it. He gave it away. Right. So if this is the new trend, and you got a big old company you're willing to just give away. We'll take that burden off your hands, we'll buddy. We'll take it. We'll take it, and then we'll just hire someone else to run it, yeah. right? <laughs> Those are some of your trending stories. It's time to make up or break up. With Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is makeup or breakup. So Sadie is with us. Uh, knew of Brian before they went out. You know, I will be honest. I anytime someone says, "Hey, have you heard of so and so?" I normally say, "I think I know of them." There's a I big say- difference between I know them and I know of them. Yeah, yeah. And so we're we're trying to figure that out. But like, have you ever had it where you're like, "Oh, you know, uh, Kevin Smith, right? You over in marketing." I I never want to sound dumb, so I'm like, oh, I've heard of him. I've yeah, heard of him. Yeah, that, yeah, that's familiar. I think anybody <laughs> that's ever asked me if I've heard of somebody, I always say I've heard of them. I've never been like, never heard of that person in my life. I always just give them a little stupid. fakey fake. So uh, let's talk to Sadie now about Brian. So how would you, you would just describe, like, did, did you know him personally or just knew, when you say knew of him, did you ever hang out with him before your date? No, I've never, like, actually hung out with him, like, okay. one-on-one. Mm-hmm. I knew of him because, like, he was a friend of a friend. And I feel like we've been, like, at certain social events before at the same time. Got but it. I've never, like, really chatted with him. Okay. So not a complete, total stranger you've never seen before in your life, but also somebody you couldn't you couldn't maybe give us their middle name initially, right? So you got to right. know him on this date. Yeah. Got it. Okay. okay. You guys are in the same social classes. <laughs> so, so what did you guys yeah, do you on the date? And how was it? It was good. I thought that we had a lot of fun. Uh, we went bowling, and I i haven't been bowling in, I can't even tell you the last time I went. And um, so I just thought it was, like, a really unique and fun date that he, you know, took me to something that I haven't done in a long time. And um, I thought we had a great time. Like, conversation was awesome. And, yeah, it went very well. Okay, so you guys have a good time. Good. Everything seems to go well. Um have you have you been just waiting for him to text you after your date? Have you reached out a couple of times? Like, what's been the situation there? Well, I usually like to wait for the guy to text me, you know, like trying to just not be, I don't know, on top of them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I, but this time I decided to take the initiative and text him because I hadn't heard from him in a couple okay. of days. And so, um, yeah, I was just like, hey, how are you? Day went well. Haven't heard from you, and I still haven't heard from him. So Dang. I don't know. Okay, because I was going to say, if you're just waiting, maybe could a guy say, "I'm waiting for the girl to reach out to me." I'm flipping the script or whatever I would it is. Play so many games. Not saying you do, but it's like sometimes that's what it is. It's a game of chicken. Like somebody's yeah. waiting, the other person's waiting, and then playing nobody games jumps with my heart. in. <laughs> with my heart. So my you, heart. Uh, you're the one who's been reaching out, and how many times? Um, I reached out to him like. I've texted him like three times, not like back to back, but I've texted him about three times. Okay. All right. So Sadie, let's do this. Uh, let's play a song. Let's come back and let's talk to Brian. Okay. Okay. Thanks guys. Makeup or breakup with Joey and Lauren in the morning. All right. It's Joey and Lauren. Here we go with part two of makeup or breakup. Uh, we just talked to Sadie. We're about to call Brian. Um, so Sadie knew of Brian. She never hung out with him one-on-one, but she's like, oh, I've seen him at events. Right, yeah, same like they're in the same social bracket. <laughs> circle, maybe. Yeah, so like, I'm picturing Brian is one of those guys. You ever see somebody at the grocery store and you're like, who are you? Yeah. And you just know. And you're like, 
if if I went up to them and they went up to me, we'd probably do that like, hey, aren't you? And then you'd try to, you know, finish the sentence or whatever. So Yeah, that's always tough when you're trying to figure it out. But yeah. she says, you know, they went, what'd you say, bowling? Yeah. Uh, which was fun. And then she's reached out like two or three times because uh, she wants to go out again and, and nothing. So. so let's talk to Brian. Hello, is this uh, Brian? Uh, yes. Br- Brian, hi. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show. And we are calling you on behalf of someone named Sadie that you have gone on a first date with from what we understand. Is that accurate? Um, yeah. What is this? <laughs> Sorry. Valid question. Um, we're, we're a radio show and what we do on our show is we help people in relationships, not saying you're in a relationship with Sadie, but she listens to our show, told us about your first date. She would likes you and wants to invest more time hanging out with you. Uh, but she says she can't get a hold of you. So we're calling you to figure out what's up. Are you ignoring her? Just trying to get her some answers. It's weird. I know, uh, but we're just trying to help her out. If you have yeah. a second. Yeah. Um, uh, look, Sadie's nice and all. I uh, okay. Look, just to, to to be honest, she's just a little judge for me. Judgy? Uh, how so? Um, did what did she ju- judge you on? Did she judge you on like your outfit? I mean, can you give us more than that yeah. so we could tell her? Because for her perspective, even just saying like you're judgy, she's gonna ask why. Yeah, I mean, look, I I I don't know. It just seems like she was making a big deal out of like really small things. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like I, I have an Android phone and, you know, as soon as I like, you know, I like pull, pulled it out to like oh. store a picture of, of something and, and she was just like, you have an Android? Like, oh, what? that person. Here is this like, like, oh, like you make every group text green, like you're <laughs> the problem. And I, and like, and I was like, okay, haha, whatever. Yeah. You know, I have friends who like, you know, give a crap about it. But then like, she just like wouldn't stop talking about it. And I'm like, okay, I, I guess it is. Like, is this going to be what the whole date is? Like, you okay. making fun of me for having an Android? Like, I, like I, I, I don't know. I, I just like, it just seemed like it wasn't that big of a deal, you know? Got it. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're you're going through this whole situation. She's judging you on that. And is it one of those situations where you know how some people feel like? My world is how the world should rotate, and so if I have an iPhone, then everyone should have an iPhone. Yeah, you know that that is kind of the thing I got from her because she also like so we like you know finally moved past that. I was talking about something else, and I like mentioned I took a bath uh, that morning, and she's like, "Wow, a bath like that's extravagant." And I was like, uh, "I guess like, I I take baths like that's how I that's how I bathe." You know, and and she was like, "You take baths?" Oh my gosh! <laughs> so you like thing, yeah. and I was like, yeah, "I grew up I, taking baths." I, by I, the way, I don't really like showers. Okay, so you said I prefer to like clean myself in the bathtub, and she just <laughs> yeah. tore you up for that. So you are a you are an yeah. android wielding <laughs> bathman, and she just that that is not how it works. I can understand. I, I'll be honest, Brian. I I get it. Was if, she teasing though? I a mean, good are point. You being, not not like trying to call you out, but like, do you think maybe you took it offensive, and she literally was just messing with you, or? No, I think she like seriously like had a like a problem with the fact that I. Take yeah. Okay, Br- Brian. Do you have a shower and you just prefer baths, or do you just have a bathtub? Because that's I was raised with only a bathtub, claw bathtub. No, I, I, I like I have a shower. I just like I yeah. I was also raised taking baths, and so I just like like okay. All right. Yeah. Like, that's... At, at, at the end of the day, like soaking in a nice like soapy warm bathtub is like really luxurious, and like I feel clean. Okay, so, um, Brian, um, Sadie is actually with us on the other line, and um, she would like, maybe to defend herself or get clarification, Sadie, uh, you call out his Android, you say it's weird taking baths, he feels judged, and he feels uncomfortable, which you can understand why, be like, okay, sorry, am I doing anything right? I mean, sure, but like, okay, maybe the the Android thing, I was just kidding, okay, it, yeah, it's not that big Because millions of people have those. Me, it's fine. Okay, but like the bath thing, I was actually like really bothered by that because I mean, <laughs> not bothered, but like I don't know, it's just a little weird to me, I guess. 
Okay, and now is it weird because that's how he bathes and prefers to not shower, or is it weird because you think not that many people need to relax in that way every day? Like, what what's weird about it I mean, to like, you? For me, baths are like you know, baths is like a treat. Like you just and I don't really feel like you get cleaned properly when you're just like sitting in a bathtub. But, I would agree. Like yes, I'm but, not disagreeing with you. I actually uh, yeah, but think... also on a first date, I do not need to get hygiene advice. That's the last thing. So if I'm Brian, <laughs> I'm if I'm Brian and I go, oh yeah, I, I take baths, I don't shower. I don't need your opinion on that. I, I would, we're on a first date. So I feel like, I don't blame you, Brian. You feel like, okay, uh, how should I brush my teeth, Sadie? Should I go <laughs> clockwise or counterclockwise? Like I understand where you're coming from, man. Yeah, it just felt like invasive. Like, like who who cares? Like, it's like, I, look, like you, you don't smell me right now. Like I like, or if you do, it's like my deodorant or my cologne. Like you know, like it's like it's not like I have like bo. Like I, I you know, like I don't know. I, okay. I, I think it's fine. So, so the bath thing is weird for you, Sadie, but not weird enough that you wouldn't want to date him again because that's the whole reason why you called us. So clearly, uh, Brian, she still likes you, even regardless of the fact that regardless you, that you bathe, you bathe <laughs> and you don't shower, she is likes there you. Any? I don't know. Can we can we go out again? Do you guys see anything together? I know Sadie, you did initially. Brian, I don't know how you feel. I mean, I don't really want to go out again. Like that's why I texted you, Brian. Like I obviously. Obviously, like your weird quirk of bathing instead of showering cleaning <laughs> yourself doesn't bother me that much because I did text you. Like, I wanted to see you again. Yeah. Like, yes, okay. I, uh, Sadie, I understand that, Brian. And listen, you may not care about my opinion. I normally will let you decide, but I'm telling you, man, she just said it was weird again. Are you going to have to deal with this for weeks on end if you guys start dating? Look, I'll, I'll go out again if she promises to not bring uh, the bath or the Android up. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's totally wow. fine. Just know that while we're on our date, I'm going to be asking myself if you took a shower or took a bath. What? Oh, this my God. Brian, run. You do what you want. We'll give you guys a free day. But if I was Brian, I would run. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand. Time for the good stuff with Joey and Lauren in the morning. Mackenzie Scott. Jeff Bezos' ex-wife and literally probably the nicest human on planet Earth. Not because I know her personally, but because she gives up money like crazy. Well, we always talk about her in the good stuff, so that Yeah, says this something. is like the seventh story we've brought up about Mackenzie Scott donating millions of dollars. And she always finds some really interesting causes. Like, I would have never thought about this. It's an important cause. I'm not saying it's not. But I would have never thought of like, oh yeah, give $15 million to this. So check this out. So Mackenzie Scott donated $15 million to provide hundreds of thousands of people with eyeglasses in certain countries to farmers so that they can more accurately produce their crops. So, like, it's believed to be the largest private donation towards assisting uncorrected blurry vision and will keep mainly low-income tea, coffee, cocoa, and artisan workers in India, Bangladesh, Ghana, Kenya, and Uganda to give them glasses so they can be better farmers. That's amazing. Like, That's who amazing, thinks you don't, of you those don't think things? about the, those types of things. Maybe because no. she likes her tea and coffee a certain way, and she's like, listen. That we need or, to make sure you can see the crops better. But that's really cool because a lot of people in other countries, especially, they don't have the means to be able to get the right eyewear yeah. that they need. You know, things like that. That I comes also, so easily to us yeah. in this country. I think what she is doing is she's given millions to all the big ones, big brothers, big sisters, right? She's done <laughs> she's all these. She's running out of uh, she's like, She probably talks to her assistant. She's like, hey, I got $15 million. What should I do? And they're like, we could do eyeglasses. That's to awesome. farmers. And she's like, perfect. Let's do it. I think it's a great cause. I just think you're right. She's probably gone through the gamut of Red Cross and all those other ones. But so cool. 15 million. And again, just a reminder, fellas, shoot your shot because uh, she ended up marrying her son's math teacher. His life now, changed forever. Yeah, so she's the richest woman on yep. planet Earth. And teacher's out cashing the math in. Teacher. Yep. That's so, awesome. Yeah, abs- no, never think someone's out of your league based on income. Okay, because the richest woman in the world wants to be with the math teacher. Uh, this is pretty cool. A 15-year-old was uh, snorkeling with his dad. His name is Ethan Becker. This is what makes me happy about the ocean, which I normally never share any happy news from the ocean because it <laughs> freaks me out. But a uh, 15-year-old snorkeling with his dad, and they caught this on camera. There was a seal. Or, sorry, a sea lion came right up to the 15-year-old. He starts to get spooked out. The sea lion just wanted a hug. Literally goes and hugs him. Oh, my gosh. How cute is that? 
hug them. I'd be so freaked out. I'm like, Wouldn't this you, is, it. I this is how I die. Coming right for you and then hangs out its flippers and literally just hugged and wanted to play with the kid. You know, the sea lion has got to be the weirdest animal. It right? just looks like, like a big blob. Like that? No, no maybe a walrus. Because don't walrus have like the flippers too? And uh, then they've got the big long teeth. So a walrus is a sea lion with good dental care, I believe, is pretty <laughs> much the only difference. But yeah, look at a sea lion, man. Those little flappers. It's just such just an nice interesting. nice and fat and happy. It looks like a big, chubby, naked dog with flippers. And whiskers and cute little eyes. Yeah, oh, they're cute. so cute. We should get one. We should yeah, figure that okay, out. Where are we get gonna put that? We got a hot tub. Well, we don't have a hot tub, but we can get, <laughs> a, hot get a hot tub for that. We go to the hot tub store, like, oh yeah, this will be great for you know date night, relaxing. It's for our sea lion, dude. Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty cool. Also, a team of researchers from Japan studying the process of hair growth have successfully generated follicles in cultures, which means it could get very, very easy. To just get some new hair follicles. Wow. So this is great this, news for you. Yeah, they've done this through in vitro, which is how we have our kids. So we're having our kids and I'm getting hair all with the same doctor. <laughs> but isn't this great news? Uh, little different areas of the body. I was born in the wrong time era. I needed to be born 20 years from now. When now, think about this, 30 years from now, people won't be balding anymore. Unless they want like, to be bald, like, right? Frank, you can choose I, to be bald. Be like, yeah, I haven't. Or it'll be like almost, you know, like going to the dentist. You'll be like, oh my gosh, I haven't gone in a while. My hair's I'm losing my I hair. I gotta, yeah, I gotta, go, I gotta go get my more follicles. You go get them. We'll check the store. up on my my follicles. Yeah. And that is your good stuff. It's Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren. We are going into unheard territory in the in the show's history. We never talk politics on this show ever. Never talk about who oh, I'm voting for, but it is election is, season. <laughs> it's a new level of our show. Yeah. You probably notice it's election season because every commercial is somebody saying something about somebody else, right? It's a real, it's a real nice time. That's how they all are. I, yeah. I was watching TV the other day, and it was like every other commercial, and they all were just talking smack about each other. Oh, yeah. You know, in fact, I think what we should do is we should move election time. Forget November. Move it right around Christmas. So then maybe it makes everyone nicer. <laughs> so then you got to realize that Santa's going to put you on the naughty list Say when you're making up lies or whatever. Yeah. about the person yeah. you're running against. You know, if I moderated one of those debates, that's what I would do. All right. Three compliments. Or I do, would you rather? <laughs> I would be like, would you rather have to always eat mac and cheese or never eat it again? <laughs> And then if someone's like, never eat Always eat mac and cheese, by the way. Yeah, and then you could, (laughs) and then I think you base who you vote on, how they answer would you rather questions. And then you have them like rank Harry Potter movies from one to seven. And then forget their policies and all the things that that. they stand for. No, no, it's about Harry Potter. I don't care. Republican, Democrat, Libertarian. If someone is willing to put this in their whole like campaign movement, I'm voting for you. So on Monday, we all know what Monday is. Monday is Halloween. We're all going to drag our kids out late at night and go trick-or-treating on a Monday. They're going to get sugared up. We're going to get sugared up. Some of you may want to go and party on Halloween. Maybe you're going to have a little drinking, whatever it may be. And then on Tuesday morning, your alarm is going to go off. Your kids are going to be totally sick. Their tummies are going to hurt. They're going to be all, whether they still will have a sugar high or they'll have their crash, you're not going to feel great. And then you're going to take your kids to school or whatever it is. And then you got to go to work and maybe you're hungover, whatever it is. If you don't think we need to change Halloween to make it the last Saturday in October, I can't deal with you. We have to change this holiday. I disagree. I think the last Friday. I say Friday. You say Saturday. I no, say Friday. Friday. You got school. You got work. No, make it a Saturday. It can be an all-day thing. You can get them dressed in the morning. No, make it oh, make oh, it who Saturday. Wants Halloween all day. Well, I've you never, don't have to. I've make never it, sat here and said, you know, move "Let's it to start a at eight a.m." Kids, you don't 8 put a, you, This is what you. So whoever's running, hurry and make a commercial about this. You either change Halloween to the final Saturday in October. That's my thought. Lauren says Friday, or you got to give everyone November first off. I think taking November 1st off, that seems a little much. It's too extra. That doesn't, yeah, that, I don't think we're going to get that passed. But I don't even know if Halloween is supposed to be on October 31st or it's just like somewhere along the lines it got adopted as that's no, the date. No, I actually think there's some science behind it and whatever Hallow's Eve is. I'm yeah, going to do some that, Googling. Okay, so you do some Googling, and I'm just saying think about this. And there's really two holidays that I want to change. You know me. I've, I've gone on the record, and I've wanted to change a bunch. 
But Thanksgiving, we've already got that figured out. Christmas is such a big deal. I think if it lands on a Tuesday, people are normally taking off work, school, all that stuff. But if someone can change Halloween to the last Saturday in October and someone can change 4th of July, and I know there's some drama there because July 4th is obviously. It's a significant date. I know it's a significant date, but you're telling me we can't change some things around, you know, dot some I's, cross (laughs) some T's, do some erasing. I'd be more willing to move Halloween around than the 4th of July. But if we move 4th of July to the first Saturday in July and we move Halloween to the last Saturday in October, all of our lives are going to be better. What do you do with the 4th of July? You just call it Independence Day. Okay. It's just called Independence Day. If it's on the 7th. 4th of July, if you want to do a little something, you know, eat a hot dog in memory, whatever, do it. But I'm saying that if you change 4th of July, no, yes, I'm trying to rewrite history, but if you change 4th of July to the first Saturday in July, who hates that idea? You can party, you can stay up late, you can light fireworks, and everyone knows they don't have to go to work the next There's day. There's a flaw, though, in both of your ideas because you're just assuming everyone works I, a 9 to 5 Monday through Friday. I get it. I get it. Right? I get it. There are plenty of, of people course. who work on Saturdays, on Sundays, and then Wednesday's their day of off. Of course. But if you, di- right. if you take the population into a pie chart, I'm trying to affect the biggest slice of the pie. All right. I'm trying to get I'm trying to affect the most amount of people. Okay, so I I Googled the origin of Halloween and this article says that it was believed that on the night before the new year, the boundary between the worlds of the living and the dead became blurred on the night of October 31st. They celebrated Samhain when it was believed that the ghosts of the dead returned to Earth. But that they said that's before October, the new year. But it says on the night of October 31st, that's when they celebrated it. And okay. that's when they think ghosts that, and dead. But this is this is all uh, this is all like a passed down thing. This is all like someone's. Tra- I bet you someone forgot the date. And someone's like, Gary, w- what day is Halloween again? Uh, uh, October <laughs> 31st. And uh, then they just kept going with it. So I think we need to do this again. Whoever's going to run. If you can just add this to your campaign trail. Change Halloween to the last Saturday in October. Change the 4th of July. Call it Independence Day, first Saturday in July, and we'll all be better people. I say no. I say no because people don't do well with change, and tradition is tradition. And you're going to start messing it all up, and then now all of a sudden, if you say we're going to move it to a Saturday, I'm still going to have kids trick-or-treating on the 31st. Mark the tape, and I'll talk to you on Tuesday morning. Mark the tape, and I'll talk to you on Tuesday morning. (laughs) And the first thing I'm going to say to you, at (laughs) 4 in the morning or wherever we wake up, I'm going to look at you in bed, and I'm going to say so. Still like the idea, and you're going to have Twix all dried up on your mouth. You're going to smell like a Reese's <laughs> peanut butter cup. You're going to have bags it's under true. your eyes, and you're going to be like, that was a terrible idea. Time for That Awkward Moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is uh, That Awkward Moment. How about an awkward moment when your kid says something they definitely should not say? That is like where your kids hear something. I'm always worried about that, like with TV shows or movies or whatever. Yeah, the other day I said something. I think I was on the phone and I said, shut up. Just kind of like that. Like when you're surprised, like shut up. And then I quickly looked at our son and I was like, oh my gosh, I hope he didn't hear that. Because I don't want him walking around telling people to shut up. Well, uh, when Lauren's mom's in town, it's always an interesting one with her colorful language. We talked about that. (laughs) But... It is not. I'm telling. I don't know if there's a story as bad as a kid saying something they shouldn't than Heather, because it involves an elderly woman, a public place, and not the word you want to say. It sounds like so. Uh, Heather, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Okay, so you just said my son said something terrible in public to an elderly woman. What happened? <sighs> All right, let's get into it, guys. So, <laughs> so I was um, I was driving to a restaurant one night and. Um, on the way there, I accidentally cut, like, somebody off. And I didn't mean to, but I did it. I'll admit it. And they, like, started tailgating me and, like, started blaring on their horn and everything. And I honestly got, like, a little upset. And mm-hmm. I said something, you know, I probably shouldn't have. And I looked in the rear view and I said, you know, shut the bleep up, <sighs> you know. Okay. okay. Now the bleep was a was word it... with an F. Oh, yeah, oh okay, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. That's what I was about to ask. We kind okay. of could fill that I in. Mean, I mean, I don't know what the bleep could have been. I just want to make so it was the king of <laughs> right. all bad words. And you okay. had a kid in the yeah. car. You said how old? My son is three. Mm-hmm. I. It was like instantly like regret, you know. Oh yeah. But it came out so, and I was like, oh, and I, I apologized to my son. She was like, you know, mommy used a bad word, you know, and she got upset. So. Everything calms down. We get there, and we're waiting <laughs> to be sat right at the restaurant. And there was, like, a woman at a nearby table who was, like, laughing kind of loud. You know, she was with, like, 
some other older women. So they were like having a girls night, you know, or something. And he looked over, my son looked over at the woman oh, laughing yeah. and nope, he don't said very loudly, shut the bleep up. <laughs> Your son <laughs> I mean, we knew where the story was ending oh, when you told us the phrase. Yeah, Holy I got crap. it. Oh, my gosh. Did oh. she hear him? Did anybody hear him? She, like, whipped her neck and, like, oh, no. looked dead at me. Not oh. even at my son. He was holding my hand and everything. Like, it was, I was sheet white. Like, oh, yeah. I can't even I, imagine. I, I just started profusely apologizing, you know. And yeah, what else? Like, everybody <laughs> in the restaurant was just silent. And it was just me, just apologizing oh oh my gosh because it's such a jarring it's first of all it's a horrible thing to say second of all it's even more jarring when it comes from a child especially that young third of all yeah an older woman and her friends i mean that's not like that that's not saying that there is a group of people or an age that you would rather say it to but you're apologizing up and down does she say anything i you know i i tried to i don't think you know we we were watching a movie my husband and i and my son happened to hear Oh, blame it on a movie. Nice. (laughs) I like that. Heather, you're smart because you know what? If you said, oh, mommy can say that, then the lady may have said, well, you shouldn't say that in front of your kids. You covered it all by pop culture. Just blame it on a movie. Honestly, I I wasn't even thinking. I was like just. I was in survival mode. Here's where my brain goes, because we also have a three-year-old, and my thought was, you know what? I wonder if the apology in the car was the reason why he hung on to it. Does that make sense? Because you made it a big deal not to say it. I'll say something, and I'm like, and then if I go, uh... We don't say that, you know, and then yeah. now he's thinking about it rather than maybe he would have just like complacently heard it in the background and not even picked up on it. So I almost wonder if then when he heard you like apologize, it like stuck with him. Yeah, I never I never even thought about it like that, but that could be true. Like I made it like a moment. <laughs> well, I, bet I want you, learned you to know, as as parents of young children, I I view this totally different than maybe I would have five, ten years ago. And that's the thing. Yeah, you had some people judging you. But you know what? When you're a parent of a toddler and they say crazy stuff, even if it's shut the bleep up to a random stranger, I mean, you, there's worse things that could happen. Yeah, I don't maybe know, just not take that out of your vocabulary. Maybe yeah. just do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's working on kids. that bad habit. But you know what? Sure. <laughs> you were tailgated. You were getting honked at. I understand the frustration. <laughs> Come on now. Well, Heather, thanks for the call. Stressful. And um, now... If we ever meet you somehow at an event or something, I want to meet the kid that cussed at the lady. All right? <laughs> for sure. For Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, thanks for the call. That's Heather. I mean, again, it's a it's a fear we all have. And there's videos on videos of uh, kids doing this, right? Yeah. I mean, gosh. <laughs> Calling someone out on, on maybe what they look like or saying a swear word or something. It's like, oh, my gosh, don't so, say that. So that awkward moment when your kid said something they definitely shouldn't have. 68719. You can text us. You can call us as well. We'll get to some of your answers, your stories next. It's Joey and Lauren. Time for That Awkward Moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is That Awkward Moment. So Heather joined us. Uh, The time your kid said something terribly wrong, inappropriate, bad. Uh, Heather's is tough. Little road rage incident on the way to a restaurant. She said, shut the bleep up. And then what does her son say? Shut the bleep up in the lobby of a restaurant. That's probably the worst. That's the worst thing it's I not think good. your kid could say, right? Yeah, it's not good. And, you know, you brought up a really interesting point that I would love to know the studies on. But Heather, the moment she said it, she looked back and said, oh, my gosh, mommy said a bad word. I'm sorry. Don't do that. And almost did she make it a bigger deal by apologizing and therefore mm-hmm. the son wanted to say it. Almost like he retained it more because she made a big deal yeah. out of it, right? Otherwise, just, he maybe didn't even hear it. Sure. If you drop it casually, does that change things? So we asked you, do you have a story of your kids saying something bad or cussing, whatever it may be? Alex uh, has a story about a daughter's phase that she went through with a certain word. Hello, Alex. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, thanks for joining us. Okay, you heard Heather and you were like, oh, yeah, my daughter went through a phase of saying something. Yeah, like, my daughter's, like, it wasn't nearly as just, like, offensive as a word, at least you would think. But she went through a phase where she kept saying the word stupid. Okay. Mm -hmm. But, like, calling everything stupid or people. And, (laughs) you know, at first it was kind of funny, and, like, we didn't really make much of it. Like, I assume she picked it up from, like, a show or commercial or whatever. Mm -hmm. But we went out to dinner we were out with some friends and she started calling them stupid, which like we all kind of laughed off at first. 
But then she started telling the server that she was stupid. Oh, yeah, that's oh, no, right. No, no. The friends is kind of funny. Like, don't know, don't say stupid. But then the server, you're what? Like, was was your daughter just going up to it, like looking at her and saying you're stupid? Yeah, well, you know, she had like she, she couldn't really say it all that well. So at first, it's kind of hard to tell, and everybody laughs at like the first time. But then our server, we. We were mortified. We were so apologetic and tried to explain it was just a phase. And they were just like, no, they're stupid. And, you know, like. Oh, my gosh. It, it, yeah. And it, it, the, the more people noticed, the, yeah. then she called them stupid. I don't know if she yeah. just thought it like was a, like a term of endearment or like she was just being funny <laughs> because we laughed the first time. But I mean, it was so embarrassing. We left a huge tip and like yeah, oh, haven't been back to the restaurant. Yeah, because as a server, oh, did did your mom and dad tell you that I'm stupid? Is that did you pick yeah, it up from them? Like, did, did they? Oh, that's yeah. a good point. Like you said, man, this server's kind of stupid. Right. And then, but yeah. also with little kids, I have noticed and I have learned very quickly that if they say something right, like kids say the darndest things, they say something. It's funny to us, and we laugh the moment they see that reaction, and they think it's funny. They keep doing it. Yep, right. Absolutely. So we've done that with our toddler, where he has said something maybe slightly inappropriate, and they and get I laugh. a look in their eye. They get a glow, like, "Oh, you yeah. didn't like that." Oh, I see what I can do now, and it's funny. And then they keep doing it. And it's like, okay, 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 don't do it uh, anymore. But the yeah. whole like, "You're stupid," <laughs> just right to their face. That's got to be a uh, crawl under a rock moment. So, uh, Alex, I mean, as time has gone on, is your daughter still dropping stupid left and right? No, no. Fortunately, like she's come out of that phase. But I mean, we didn't go out to eat for a while, yeah. like just because <laughs> until we knew that it was like safe. You know, it's great. Funny. I would have loved it if she would have carried that on through her whole adulthood. Like, no matter what, being like, "Ah, hey, you're stupid." Thinking she's is like, like a nice thing word. to say. Like, yeah. if somebody, you know, normally someone would say, "Oh, you're a great person." Yeah, you're she stupid. Thinks stupid. <laughs> Alex, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. You're doing, you're doing awesome, Dad. All right. <laughs> well, thank you guys. Have yeah, a great day. Absolutely, you too. I, you know, also, I think depending on the server, just some people have a better tolerance of kids. Some people, I, I don't know if, like, would you connect that, oh, kids say, no, no pun intended, but kids say stupid things. But sometimes people, you just catch them on the wrong day and they could be like, oh, Super no, offended. you didn't. I don't mm-hmm. care if a three-year-old or a 30-year-old calls me stupid. I ain't having it. Yep, yep. And I get I get nervous about words like that that aren't necessarily even swear words, but yeah. just kind of those ins- little insulting, like, idiot or stupid. I'm like, I really hope he didn't yeah. just pick or up on that. Or shut up. I know a lot of people yeah. are really torn on the shut up thing. You uh, let your kids say it. You yeah, know. exactly. This text, 68719, says, my son used to call his teacher that mean lady anytime he saw her. So he would always say, there's that mean lady. Uh, This one's pretty good. This one says, my son had the hardest time pronouncing truck for a long time. Mm -hmm. Made it very awkward when a truck would walk by and he'd want to yell about it. A truck walk by? Or drive by, I guess. I mean, yeah. So now I can't read it. I get it. it. I get it. We know what you mean. So uh, you can keep texting us, 68719, man. We haven't had a cussing experience yet. We were close with Lauren's mom in town. Yeah, 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 close. And sometimes when we watch a show and it, like, I just watched a show the other day and a cuss word, like, said it very isolated loud. And I did see our toddler go, hmm, and look up at the TV and I was like, don't retain, don't retain, How about don't retain. song lyrics? I've heard him sing some song lyrics that have a word yep. in it that maybe is not a terrible word, but I don't really want a three-year-old singing it. Yeah. And then I hear him singing it, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, Did he wait. just sing that? Did he just edit that <laughs> himself? It's amazing. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren On Demand. Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren. Have you heard of an almond mom? Almond mom? Almond mom. No. I like to say like uh, that. Almond, almond like the nut. Almond mom. Yeah, like the nut. Almond mom. Uh, almond mom, mom likes nuts. Yeah, hashtag almond mom has been a big, uh, big debate on the internet. People are determining if they had an almond mom, if they currently have an almond mom, um, because of some old clip of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, or I think it's Beverly Hills. What is Real House? It was R O R H O B H. Yeah. Yep. That would be yeah, that yeah, would yeah. be real housewives. I've never seen any. You ever housewives. see those hashtags on Twitter and you're like, what are people talking about? R H O B H. I always think they're talking about Ryobi, which is like the the, uh, the tool company. The cool company. You all know, these, like you've got all these middle aged women. Ah, <laughs> oh, my screwdriver. Hashtag Ryobi. <laughs> That's what I always think it is, and I'm like, why are we all talking about power tools? <laughs> Makes no sense. But I do every once in a while on my Twitter, someone will be like must live tweeting about an episode, and they're like, I can't believe she just said that. Hashtag R H O P H. Real Housewives of Beverly. Oh, wow, you did well. that quick. 
Apparently, there is a woman uh, mom on there that is being called an almond mom because uh, she tells her daughter, I think it's one of the Hadids, Gigi Hadid, Bella Bella Hadid. If you watch Real Housewives, you're probably furious at me right now because I'm screwing everything up. But apparently, there's this old clip, and everyone's saying, oh, this is actually, this is a trait of a lot of moms. It's a bad trait. You don't want to be this kind of mom. An almond mom is a mom that is stuck in diet culture because her daughter says, like, I'm hungry. And she goes, oh, just... um, have a few almonds and chew them slowly. <laughs> and obviously there's some serious overtones to this. Right, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, like, think about an almond mom is a mom that is stuck in diet culture and you grew up here. And this is according, I was reading this on the Today Show. This is according to an expert that says, like, moms that would say the phrase, let me you know if you've heard this phrase, a moment on the lips, a lifetime on the hips. Have what? you heard that? No, but may, I, I understand it after you saying yeah, it. So basically, it's, like, don't it's eat good the to Twinkie. taste now, but you're going to feel yeah. it later. Now, I have heard this phrase. I'm not saying my mom said this phrase, but I have definitely heard this in my life. You're not hungry. You're just bored. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. My grandma, that- my grandma, my grandma. So I love my grandma. I hope she's not listening. My grandma's an almond mom. because If, if this is what the description is, yep. my grandma would say, just uh-huh. drink a glass of water. Yep, I've heard that before. You're I'm not like, hungry, I want a Twinkie. My grandma, bless her heart, I love her to death. She would be the woman I reached to grab some potato chips, and she'd probably swap my hand uh-huh. and say, grab a carrot stick. Yep, yep. I'd be like, I but, just want some potato chips. Do you find almond moms also probably, they're eating all these snacks, but they just, like, it almost feels like, uh, not for thee, but for me kind of a situation. I if you've know, heard that maybe. phrase. Yeah, I've heard that. So when, <laughs> when I, I will say a lot of this I didn't relate to, but when I heard the phrase, you're not hungry, you're just bored, I have heard that a lot growing up. I think I've said that to myself. Like, yeah. oh, I'm not. And, and honestly, I'm like, well, no, if I'm hungry, of, I'm hungry. I've been bored before in full. I always, I say this a lot and I quote the Grinch. Yeah. Yeah. When he says, am I just eating because I'm bored? Mm-hmm. I do that a lot because I'm like, sometimes I will just be mindlessly eating and I'm like, what am I doing? I need something to fill my time. Why am I just eating? So don't be an almond mom. Give you a couple more examples. This is an intervention. If you are an almond mom, today is the day you're going to change. Uh, today's show said the almond mom phenomenon is rooted in fat phobia and internalized bias and uh, projecting your own fears onto your children and doing so, mm. teaching them doesn't accept that they'll be okay. Got but basically, it. like, I don't want to gain weight, so I'm going to, like, act like my kids are going to, like, don't eat that potato chip because well, you're going to Well, you're weight. instilling some fear in your kids, and now they're going to be psychologically worried about their weight all the time, which is not healthy for young children. Yeah. Um, I also just Googled it. What is an almond mom? And it just says straight up, dull, when you dole out unhealthy but unfortunately common eating advice that needs to go back to the 20th century where yeah. it actually never belonged in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of that old, like, oh, just eat some almonds. I'm like, man, I've never. Have you ever eaten an almond and have you been full? No, but someone once told me if you eat almonds before bed, you burn calories while you while you sleep. Oh, whatever. And you so gotta be there kidding was, me. I went through a phase years ago where I lit. <laughs> I, I bought raw almonds. So I was you're, like, oh, I'm going to do what, this. You're jamming a half of a bag yeah, yeah. down your throat so before I would, bed? I, <laughs> I would grab like a big handful of almonds and I'd chew them slowly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chew them slowly, and then I'd eat it, and then I'd go to bed, and that was supposed to, like, I'm burning calories while I sleep. That is not factual, I how, don't think. How can that even <laughs> be factual? Like, the celery one made know. sense to me, and I'm really annoyed. You just told me the other day. Yeah. The celery burning calories when you eat celery, which I have believed for literally 30 years, yeah. that's a myth. I Googled it, and they said, when I Googled it and I saw it, it said uh, something like, there's no such thing as negative calorie foods. So there are no foods that you eat that, like, burn your calories. But. I don't think. Let's, let's, we got some smart scientists. We got a lot of technology coming our way. We're going to have that one day. Where all of a sudden you don't need to go to the gym. You just need to eat a gym bar. And it's like you just did 30 sit-ups, you know? Kind of like as seen on TV. You know, they always have, like, the. The things you put around your hips, and then it's the supposed to bar. give you abs. Three easy payments of twenty nine ninety nine. It's gonna happen. Like one day you're gonna be able to go to the store, and they'll be like, "Oh, if you eat this, it burns two hundred calories." <laughs> Mind blown. They do teas like that too. Like there's certain yeah. teas that you could buy that supposedly shrink your tummy. I don't know. Now the glass of water thing. I do believe that if you drink a big glass of water, not saying oh don't don't eat, just drink some water. But I remember growing up, my mom used to say before, like if I ate dinner. 
and I eat, you know, first helping or whatever, and I eat really fast. She's like, drink a big glass of water and then see if you're still hungry. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's accurate see, or not. See, I was always taught to drink a big glass of water before my meal because then I wouldn't eat yeah. as much. I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, water doesn't taste like a nice <laughs> rib, so that's the problem. Who cares if you don't know the lyrics? It's time for karaoke with Joey and Lauren in the morning. Kayla is today's contestant. Kayla says, "I, you know, I call... I don't think I'm going to get on. Now I'm on. Guess what, Kayla? This is your Welcome. big debut. How are you feeling? Good. Good. My Good. lucky day, I guess. And lucky day, it, it in is. fact. Okay, so I don't know if it's uh, lucky that you have to go against me in karaoke, but Lauren, explain the rules here. Yeah, so Kayla, I'm going to okay. play a, a small clip of a song. Okay, you'll hear that. And then once the song stops, you pick up where it left off and you continue singing, okay? And so if you get the lyrics right... Then you get a point, and whoever does the best, you'll, we'll both have two songs. Whoever does the best wins. Okay, and okay. Uh, who would you like to go first? You could start off, or you could have Joey start. It's up to you. Uh, he can start. Okay. All, All right, right, Kayla, let's bring it. Let's do it. Okay. You want me to start? Here we go. <laughs> okay, Joey, your first song, kind of a throwback. It's I'm Yours by Jason Mraz. Listen to the music of the moment. People dance and sing. We're just one big So I don't think you're. I don't no. no more, no more. <laughs> Come on. Do you know the words? You're not singing. Well, all of a sudden you hear the lyrics. I won't hesitate right, no more. Fine, fine, Come on. Fine. Okay, Kayla, so big moment for you. All right, Kayla. Okay. It's also a throwback coming your way, but I believe that you know this. It's Beverly Hills by Weezer. I didn't go oh, in schools. Preppy girls never looked at me. Why should they? I ain't nobody got nothing in my Easy. I have no Okay. Wow. So we are we are tied going into the uh, final round here. Yes. Okay, Joey. Your Ooh. next song is about time, Lizzo. I'm gonna need a sentimental man and woman to pump me up. Feeling fussy, rocking in my Balenciennes, trying to bring out the fabulous. I don't give up way too much. I'm gonna be like two shots in my jug. I'm gonna need a sentimental man and woman to pump me up. Feeling fussy. You know what I love about this? Like, I can get that, but I don't get anything yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I can get that easily. Yeah, <laughs> I should have swapped it, Kayla. Kayla's like, I don't need something that just says Beverly Hills. I need a full-on uh, verse there. Okay, so Kayla, you got to oh, get yeah. this. Here we okay, go. Okay, you got this, Kayla. It is Without You by The Kid Leroy. I'm scared to be alone. You cut out a piece of me and now I bleed internally. Without you. Without you, yeah. and it hurts for me to yeah. 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 Wow. You really know. You get the bonus points. Well, okay, we, so you both tie. We're I mean. both winners. I mean, <laughs> that like we both live in infamy there. So, uh, Kayla, we're gonna hook Obviously. you up. All right. Okay. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on demand.